If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. We, we do this. Uh, it happens. But I think the, the, this whole COVID situation has driven it into overdrive where we, we come up with all of these words, right, and, and these cliches, but they just become buzzwords and they, and, and they just... Sometimes you're wondering, where, where did that even come from? What does that even mean? Think about all the terms that have come up during the pandemic. There are so many. Hopefully they go away with the pandemic, but sometimes, sometimes they linger. Uh, we're going to chat now with Crawford Killian, a Canadian author who recently penned a piece about this phenomenon and how horrible it can be. Crawford, thanks so much for your time. appreciate you joining us. Uh, I'm delighted to be with you. We really and truly have seen a, a, a tremendous explosion in the number of cliches and buzzwords around this pandemic, haven't we? Yes, we have. And uh, I take a kind of professional interest in it because uh, I taught semantics as part of uh, a long career as a teaching business writing mm-hmm. and how words can influence people for good or ill, uh, depending on the connotations they have. So uh, this this eruption of uh, coronavirus cliches uh, in the last two years has uh, brought back a lot of memories. <laughs> when we get into these cliches and buzzwords, don't they sort of lose all meaning? Is, is that part of what you taught? Like when you get into these meaning, these words that people just say, sometimes they don't mean anything after a while. They, that's exactly right. Uh, a cliche is a very familiar word. It was. It became a cliche because once upon a time, someone thought, "Oh, that's a really good way to put it. <laughs> that's really brilliant. I'll do the same thing," and and it becomes, so to speak, viral. And pretty soon, it attenuates to uh, meaning very little. So, uh, you know, a term like game changer is just brought in from sports. Yep. You know, some guy makes a, a, a sudden, uh, you know, shot on goal and bang, it's a game changer. So that's exciting and people recognize the term. So now, oh goody, there's a new drug, there's a new shot, that changes the game. And of course, all everything changes the game. Yeah. You know, you fall, fall off your skates, you change the game. <laughs> so so uh, this is... This is Pretty pointless, but it sounds familiar and reassuring, and it makes us think we know what's going on. Which ones really burn you through this pandemic? Which are the ones that really oh, stick in your craw? Have you got Have you got the rest of the day? <laughs> Give us uh, your top three. I think, I think a couple of them that bug me. Uh, one is lockdown mm-hmm. because it was originally used, after all, to keep prisoners in a penitentiary in their cells while the guards were either searching for uh, a stray prisoner or for contraband in the cells, something like that. And then it became used in the States to mean shutting down a school when there was a shooter on the premises, which is pretty grim. And in both cases, essentially it's saying the people who are locked down are prisoners or not capable of protecting themselves. And you uh, and I heard, I heard some guy this morning on the radio complaining about how we've been locked down for two years, and 
the only people who've been locked down really are some cities in China. They got really locked down. Yeah, yeah, I know. We have, we've been we've been mildly inconvenienced, and we think we're hard done by. So that kind of thing really bugs me. Uh, and I'm also kind of struck by uh, what I call the terms of surrender, where they start using words that have a connotation of uh, not so bad. You know, Omicron is mild. Yeah. Uh, I'm old enough to remember when cigarettes were promoted as being mild, <laughs> you know, uh, so and you would have a very mild lung cancer death in 30 years. <laughs> uh, so this sort of thing comes on. And then we get into terms like your brain needs support and new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L-theanine, and caffeine. Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y dot com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. The Americans are very fond of personal responsibility. You know, I'm going to leave it up to you, son, to get yourself vaccinated or not. Yeah. And if you kill your grandma, well, that's your personal responsibility. But we won't take you out and shoot you or anything for it. You know, it's it's responsibility without responsibility. And that it makes words meaningless. The one that there's a few, but the one that I hate, and it seems like it's become absolutely, you know, overused to the extreme. Pivot. We pivot on everything now. Everything's a pivot. You yes. Know? Yes, it's uh, it's like an old pinball game. Yeah, uh, <laughs> everyone's switching back and forth, and no one really seems to know what the heck to do. <laughs> now, there's some sometimes you know when when a, a pivot is right, you come to the particular point and you turn the corner, so to speak. To come up with another cliche, uh, but in other cases, it just means whatever you were trying before didn't work. So now you're going to try something else, and then you change and, and pivot again when that doesn't work. And what it conveys really is that no one really has a very good grip on what is happening to yeah. us and what we should do about it. There's a huge debate in the scientific community, um, but it's being waged on the basis of some pretty serious evidence and some pretty intelligent interpretation of that evidence, as opposed to the people who just think they're being inconvenienced or their freedoms are being infringed on. And uh, they're simply, you know, making loud noises because they don't like uh, being inconvenienced. So it's 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 a very frustrating situation when uh, we're two years into this and uh, pandemic, we have learned a huge amount about a virus we didn't even know existed. You know, before yeah. uh, about November of 2019, and. <clears throat> uh, Still, we are we are just sort of groping around, trying to figure out what to do, and really complicating matters is people you know who go on truck convoys to Ottawa to complain because uh, they have to get a va- they, they don't want to get a vaccination. Well, Crawford, I mean, uh, so much of this becomes a a buzzword fiesta and all of these, you know, any of these movements, just uh, it's a buzzword after buzzword after buzzword. Um, As somebody who's interested in words and language, as are you. How do we avoid these becoming, because 
you know, I get accused of having a narrative all the time from people who throw the same three buzzword talking points at me over and over and over and over, right? I mean, it's like you say that you can just, they adhere to it. How do we guard against that? Because words matter. Well, some people are going to ride their own hobby horses no matter what. You know, you can talk about the weather and they're going to turn it to free trade because that's their hobby horse. Yeah. <laughs> and and uh, here, all we can really do is try to speak the plainest English we can in the clearest, shortest terms we can. Uh, bring in scientific terms, not because they sound scientific, but because this is what reliable scientists who know what they're talking about are saying. You know, so that uh, we're going to call it COVID-19 because that's better than calling it Wuhan virus, which complicates matters a whole lot. You know, they, they, they used to name plagues after the emperor who was ruling at the time. <laughs> you know, so, so there was, you know, the plague of Justinian and the, and, the, and the plague of the Antonines. And if this had been Trump's plague or Trudeau's plague, uh, those gentlemen would have been very unhappy about the term. So what we're trying to do is just find the simplest words that carry the least emotional connotation. Yeah. And so we talk about this in a reasonable frame of mind. Yeah, makes sense. Crawford, I, uh, thank you so much for your time today. I appreciate it. been a pleasure. Thank you very much. That is uh, Crawford Killian.